What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Evan Growth live stream. We are here with upgraded stream gear and ready to, you know, blow your minds with some production values. So let's see if we can make it all the way through without any crazy like shit going wrong. I think it's going to be a lot smoother, a lot higher quality. So anyway, got a lot to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, daily routines. So this all started from a conversation Joe was having with our shit on the team. We're going to explain all that. Uh, but, you know, we wanted to know what's your daily routine. Does do you have to have like a very specific routine in order to be successful in this business? Um, and so we're going to dive all up and down that conversation today before we get too far into this. Let's up and grow. All right. What's up, Joe? Hey, hey, I'm excited. First stream with the new gear we have upgraded. And now FinSuite Studio is, is at the next level, right? <laughs> That's right. I tweeted about that FinSuite Studio, a.k.a. my, my guest bedroom. So uh, if you don't follow me on Twitter, you missed out. But we posted a little sneak peek yesterday uh, and had a little fun. Um, Omkar, I see in the audience here. What's up, Omkar? Yeah, I blame you. It was the the, 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 <laughs> the meme that sent us over the edge. I sent it to Joe, and I was like, this one hurts. He's like, I know. <laughs> and so we were not, not again, y'all, not again. What's up, Grace in the house? Aida's here. Michael Collins what's up urban pixel having my lunch over this episode love to hear it uh dale jensen's in the house what's up hopefully i saw gabe said i almost missed it because of the daylight savings time yeah i think maybe mm -hmm. uh that may impact so we'll see how that impacts uh performance here over the stream what's up Parshit in the house jay poucher is here um yeah squad up nah omkar we did not gonna get 40 minutes z's today son keep your memes to yourself maria <laughs> what's up okay hey hey kyle is in the house penny's in the house what's up patrick first time ever excited to finally catch a live yes happy to have you here awesome welcome patrick so uh hope i didn't miss anyone sir lance a lot nice what's up christopher coleman in the house tanette is here daniel what's up what's up what's up magdalena urban yeah nice okay let's get to this today we've got a lot let's jump through some of these announcements real quick uh we're gonna do a quick little uh overview of the open house again we've been telling you about this open house uh but we want to keep really driving this home there's uh 200 plus rsvps right now we're still about nine days out from this event. Things are really starting to sh take shape. Uh, you, you should go to global-meetup.webflow.io and go ahead and put your email on that. Um, we are going to have a special appearance by Vlad. We've got KP um, from Beyond Deck. Vridi from, uh, she's building the Eduverse Web 3.0, super cool. Like she's doing a lot of um, uh, crypto stuff inside of education, inside of Gather, uh, community building and education, gonna be super relevant to all this. KP, if you don't know his story of just, you know, building in public and now being the program director uh, for the uh, On Deck No Code program, super cool story, I chatted with him and uh, I, I think it's gonna be like awesome what we bring to the table for this conversation. And then Greamer, we all know and love Greamer, his jokes, he's gonna bring some of that uh, personality uh, and uh, perspective from the Webflow production team. You know, we all love the university videos, and so we'll get some of that perspective through this conversation, moderated by yours truly. And so if you didn't see it, we did a full rundown at the beginning of this episode last week. 
And I wanted to give a shout out to all the breakout sessions that are listed on here. We're gonna have things from like Wiz, the, the Webflow show is gonna be in the house. Um, the Reloom folks are gonna be in the house. Uh, Joseph Berry and Jonathan Marin, along with Cabarza from uh, Flux Academy are doing a design panel. Uh, Nelson is gonna be there and Connor Finlayson is gonna be there. And who else is on this list? Uh, Joel Whitaker, uh, Emily Giordano, Lacey Kessler, some of the folks, uh, some podcast folks, Jonathan Holden are gonna be doing like a, a specific podcast, Webflow, no code space. Like, so if you're interested in learning about podcast stuff, uh, Claudia and the, and the Floxies ladies are gonna be there. The No Code North, uh, Maggie and Penny and Jeremy and uh, Max Hang and Glenn McKinney are, are doing, uh, Mc, McWiney, sorry, are doing a No Code Kids. There's gonna be so many cool breakouts here. I'm sorry if I didn't get to all of this, um, but it, it's gonna be dope. Come check this out. You, you don't wanna miss this. If you're in the community uh, in this space, you don't wanna miss it. And I wanted to take a quick second, actually. Uh, I think we're jumping just ahead on the program here, but we're gonna jump to the, um, we're just gonna say hi to some of the planning folks. They're here in the gather space. So we're gonna say what's up to some of the folks in the gather space. Hi, every. Hey, 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 it's time for the stream now. What's up? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> hi, everyone. <laughs> How's everybody doing? Yeah, say hi to everyone on the uh, live stream right now. We got, let's see who we have here. Colleen and Maria and Penny and Adrian and Aviv and Pierre jumped in the house. What's up, Pierre? <laughs> Yeah, so um, yeah, this is part of the uh, team. This is not everybody. There's a bunch of people. Uh, we kind of just last minute thought we'd do a quick shout out. So everybody wave and say hi to everyone at the uh, here in the live audience. <laughs> nice. Okay, so uh, thanks for that. We're gonna jump out of this space now. Actually, you know what? Let's stay in here. Let's do a quick tour of the of this space. So we're gonna have, uh, this space might be a little familiar for y'all, but we have a new addition to the space. We've kind of changed things around. The auditorium is over on the side now. So we've kind of connected some of the uh, stuff from the clone comp. And now we have a no-code village that we're building out here. And so you can see there's lots of stuff. Who am I bumping into? <laughs> All right, Colleen. Oh. Uh oh, what are they following? Oh, they're, they're trying to cause trouble on the stream right here. Yeah, and if you don't know anything about Gather, so let's do this. Uh, Colleen is following me, and I, I let's see, I'm going to go in here and I want to follow Colleen. Let's see if, if it does it. So it does this weird, like, it'll just start following. <laughs> so anyway, there's some fun dynamics in Gather. If you haven't played with Gather or been inside this space, come check it out. It's going to be open. It's still under construction. We'll be uh, editing the space and kind of tweaking this stuff all until the event itself. Um, but we wanted to share some of that with you. So, all right, we're going to jump out. Thanks, everyone. That was a lot of fun. Uh, thanks for the, the Gather follows. Oh, Jay Poucher, what's up? I see you jumped in there last minute. What's up, Jay, in the house? Uh, nice. Okay, so I'm going to close out of here. See you all later uh, and go here. I actually wanted to show, this is the, the vibe from last year. Um, this was, let's see, um, Zach Bujazia recorded this. This was like right after we crashed the server. This is right after like, I think we had 220 something people in there. Vlad had just got off the stage saying hi. We had all sorts of technical difficulties and I think we lost a bunch of folks because of that. But um, just let's catch some of the vibes in this, in this space here. Let me see. Um. actually going to turn this down so we can talk over it but i just wanted to like skim through this video to show like the vibe here if you've never been in a virtual space with like 200 of your you know closest webflow friends let me go to this other one where we actually walked through this space too joe talk to me a little bit like you were there like talk to me about like uh you know your thoughts as this thing is happening last year it was so cool to just run into people that you would never expect to run into 
I mean, I remember I was just casually walking around and then I was face to face with Vlad. He was walking around too. He just showed up. Mm. And the same thing happened with Brian, co-founders of Webflow. So it was so cool to just experience what's what almost felt like a in-person event. Mm -hmm. I know it's digital. I know we have these little characters, avatars, but it kind of feels real for this for for such a virtual thing. So yeah, I, I loved it. It was totally electric. I got out of that event feeling like I just had a huge amount of coffee. I was like <laughs> wired and it, it was just so exciting. Yeah, it was completely electric. Um, and I think exactly what you said, um, let me show, like I'm just kind of walking around the space, that's what we're showing here, but let me show, there was a couple pictures, screenshots. Um, this was, you know, like, so the, the, there's like the crowd spread out here. Um, I wonder if I can tab by these or if I have to, it's not gonna let me, huh? There we go. Uh, there was like a, a people doing the Brandon Tancott and Kyle. I think Kyle's in the audience right now. Uh, Brandon's also Kyle look from FinSuite, Giuseppe. Uh, so doing some show and tell, live show and tell. It was just, again, stuff was just happening, right? Like I, I stumbled into, let's see if we see it. Oh, again, show and tell in the conference room. Um, there was like a little Germany meetup. Where's that? German meetup. Yeah, I come by and these folks all have the little German flag in the yeah. in, in their cool. avatar. And it was just super cool to see. Again, um, you know, you, you never know who you're gonna bump into, conversations with uh, people from Webflow and the whole leadership team there. So super cool. You will want to come um, and be a part of that. And Jay, we're gonna give you an extra special shout out because Jay just said he does not see his name on this planning organizing <laughs> committee. We will add that after the show, Jay. That is a complete oversight, but uh, sorry about that. We'll, we'll get that fixed. So. Shout out to Jay Poucher. Um, okay, finally, the last thing from the open house is gonna be trivia. So we're gonna do live trivia uh, powered by Wizd. This is super cool. Uh, Wizd is doing a workshop, a couple, uh, Emmanuel and um, Rohan from our team will also be, they, they worked on the trivia together. And so they'll be doing a workshop kind of showcasing the whole trivia project and how that works. Um, if you haven't seen Wizd and what it can do inside of Webflow, I definitely think you should come and check that out. It's gonna be um, a lot of fun for the community, very interactive, we'll have some cool prizes uh, anyway. So. Okay, now um, I think that's it for announcements. Oh, we had one other little thing. Uh, Joe, did you wanna mention that, the extension updates? Extension updates, yes. We touched on this in a, uh, the past episodes, but I wanna make it very clear. We have a new feature, a new candy in the FinSuite extension, mm -hmm. and that is a pixel to rem conversion tool. What this is going to do is take all the pixel values in your old projects and convert them to REM. This is a step towards making your site more accessible. This is a step towards migrating an old build to client first, uh, or just staying organized. We've, we've already implemented this even on client websites. So this works, it's really, really helpful. And I think at some point, all of us were working in pixels, mm. right? When we all started, uh, we started six, seven years ago, pixels was just the way that everybody was building the sites in Webflow. So now you can actually go and convert those to what you're used to using now, REMS. Nice. Yep. Nice. Uh, so that's available now. You'll also see one other thing. Uh, oh, Global Open House, it's not live, I failed. I did not, notification only works if you update the notification, Rymar. <laughs> <laughs> I was too worried about setting up the stream rig to remember notifications, damn it. Okay, uh, so anyway, 
on a perfect day, you would have seen this uh, lit up. Uh, we have now a little notification bar and it, upcoming events. And so if you click here, it'll take you to the global open house website. If it was a live stream, you would see that in there as well. Another super cool update. Um, we'll be communicating with you all through those notifications as well as email. So anyway, that's enough of that. Let's get to it. Let's get into these disclaimers. Uh, Joe, do you want to kick us off with the first one here? Yes, I do. Uh, disclaimer number one is that you have to do what works for you. None of us will have the same routine. This is not an this is not an episode telling you what your routine should be. We're not going to tell you exercise every day. We're not going to tell you to eat certain things every day. We're not going to tell you certain times that you have to do things. I think this is all about finding what works for you. Mm. What's going to put you in the best position to succeed in your day? Yeah. Yeah, I agree uh, 100%. We're going to talk all about daily routines. And I think that sh that's, you know, especially in a shifting work climate like we're seeing, right? I think a lot of the preconceptions about how routines are supposed to be revolve around that nine to five, that typical work cycle. And I think we're going to talk a little bit about uh, finding the balance inside of a digital work environment versus some of that traditional stuff. And so the second disclaimer really is that we're not doctors, we're not therapists, uh, we're not psychiatrists, we're not like mental health professionals and your mental health is important. And a lot of times, you know, we can get wrapped up in our work, we can get wrapped up in our creative process, we can get wrapped up in like all the things we do, you know, become like just beholden to this process, like especially in Webflow. Like I remember when when I was first learning, you just go into a cave and you're just like, Nyah! and you're just in there, in there, in there. And maybe you don't even go outside. You're just like in the dark. And so like finding balance is maybe more important than a specific routine. And so we want to know, we're going to go all the way, all, all through that. Um, and I also know that people who dive into this kind of work oftentimes are escaping other things. And so uh, lots of us have maybe faced dark times or have been depressed or have gone through a lot of stuff while going through this work or this process or becoming what you are as a creative professional. And so just know that we all understand, we all empathize. Um, but again, just take care of yourself, right? Find balance, uh, figure things out, which brings us to that um, third disclaimer, which is like go outside once in a while. <laughs> you know, there's not a whole lot that you can't fix by just going outside and doing a little bit of, uh, you know, like walking or just thinking away from the screen. So uh, Joe, any other thoughts on the disclaimers there? That's it. Let's go into the audience prompt. Nice. But before we do, just a note that the the titles are not changing. Uh, we're having a, a title. Oh, it's prompt. doing the um, the little glitchy glitch yeah. here, huh? Yep. Let's see if we got to Yeah, that's weird. Okay, let me see if we can um, just get that fixed. But go ahead and um, yeah, just jump into the, the audience prompt, and I'll see if I can. Great. Audience prompt. Everybody listening, what is your daily routine? What impact does that have on your overall performance? This is not going to be just us talking about our routines. We will do that, but we also want to talk about your routines. Mm -hmm. So take some time, write this out, put it in the comments, and we're going to bring up some of these, these routines. We'll review them. We'll talk about them. Maybe you can inspire somebody else. Maybe you can give somebody an idea of, of what they're looking for. Yeah. So. Please go and interact with this episode. It's really meant for sharing information across everybody here. Nice. Okay, so let's get to how we got here. Um, how this conversation started, you know, you, you I think uh, Harshit came to me earlier this week or last week and was like, hey, I was just having this conversation with Joe. We were talking about routines. So tell me a little bit about that conversation. What sparked all this? Why is this, you know, why are we doing a stream about this right now? Sure. It all started when I recently opened up one-on-ones with anybody on our team. I 
as we were growing, I get less and less time with each person on the team. So initiated one-on-ones. There is a certain amount of time each week that anybody on the team can book for a one-on-one with me. Mm. Some people are talking about work things. Some people are talking about personal things. Some people are talking about absolutely nothing related to work. And Harshit came into this meeting and said, hey, this meeting is about routines. I want to talk about my routine, your routine, and just tell me if I'm doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's exactly what we talked about. It was a 30-minute conversation. And by the end of it, he felt much more calm. He felt much better about what he's doing. And I think I'm also going to share what he said. Harshit, I hope that's okay. I think it is. Yeah, he sent me some notes ahead of time, so I think you're free to share. Great. Okay, so Harshit just recently moved. And he was finding that he had trouble keeping a strict routine. But there are so many people in his life that were telling him a strict routine is going to help you succeed, right? You wake up at this time, you have breakfast, you do this, and everything happens in a row. You go to work nine to five, Mm -hmm. you come back, you make, right? The, The classic routine. I think that's a bit outdated. And I told him that exactly, that that mindset was really relevant when you left your house at 8 a.m. and you came back to your house at 5.30 or 6 o'clock. That makes sense, right? You have a little bit of time here, a little bit of time here. Let's create some routine around this. We are living and we are working in an industry that really allows for total flexibility. Do what you want when you want to do it. Create your routine. You can take the day off. You can start work at 5 in the afternoon. You can wake up at three in the morning and start work. It, there's no rules here. That's a true, true remote and asynchronous work environment. So Harshit felt great about that because he was having a hard time keeping this strict regimen that everybody around him was telling him he had to do. And when he heard my routine, my regimen, mm. he said, great, this is so similar to how I'm thinking about it and how I want to work. So by the end of it, we were all super happy. We were, we felt better about our own routines and he went off just ready to work. And that's, that's yeah. what I think a routine is all about yeah. in this context, being ready to work. Yeah, I think that's, um, you know, I agree 100%. I don't know that, especially in the creative flow, you know, like there's people that talk about, you just have to force yourself to show up. And it's like, I get it. You have to kind of build some consistency around that routine. Um, but you also have to like embrace that inspiration and those moments and that drive when it comes and build your habits and stuff around that. So, um, I see a lot of people saying, uh, great topics. Let's see, very interested in this topic here. Um, let's see, there was somebody else, uh, Grace saying, I have a hard time getting up in the morning, so I'm definitely not a 5am hustle. Yeah. I think that, you know, that that's the flexibility that this job, that this type of work offers, you know, um, Jim is saying, wake up 5 a.m., cold shower, meditation, going to the office, writing my journal, uh, start with the most challenging task, work, gym, dinner, relax, read, sleep. Yeah, I think that's probably a, a pretty common flow. And I think a lot of folks, you know, like a lot of folks find uh, comfort in some, a structure like this, in, in knowing like, hey, when I wake up, I do X, when I, um, you know, like I, I always have my coffee over here, or I eat X, Y, and Z every day, and that's kind of like their thing. Um, and I think other people kind of thrive in the chaos a little bit. I, I know I tend to just 
like a little bit of variety. I, I like different things. And so I don't know. I think we're going to go through and see a, a variety of opinions on on different things here. Let's see. Webflow is a side gig. John Saxon saying here. So routine is random nights and weekends, which I notice makes it hard to get in a focused mindset. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Right. That's like uh, any thoughts on that, Joe? Well, I think I, I don't have something specific for that comment, yeah. but John, I think we're going to hopefully make this a little bit more clear and how you can approach this type of thing throughout the episode. Yeah. Um, let's see. Katrina saying, get the kids up and ready to drop them off at school, come home, work out around 8 a.m., shower, breakfast, and attempting to be at my desk by 930. That's a lot of things. <laughs> by 930, that's a lot of things. Kudos to you for getting all that done. Um, uh, let's see, Mark, I just started reading Atomic Habits. The stream is perfect timing right now. Yeah, Atomic Habits. And uh, the other one is a good one is uh, The Power of Habit by Charles, du uh, Charles Duhigg. That's a, that's a really good read. Uh, Ezekiel, up at 4.30, working by 5, get the priority work done before noon. Team member work, meetings late Monday. Okay, so, oh, yeah. Um, let's see, Grace is saying she works evenings. Yeah, I think that's it. Kayla, I'm not an early riser by any means, right? 10 a.m., work until 4. Sometimes I forget to eat. <laughs> Joe, do you ever do that? You just like skip through uh, meals and stuff, especially on stream days. Like I usually don't eat breakfast. And then on stream days, I don't end up eating till like after the stream, usually till two, three in the afternoon. Stream days are the only days that I do have the, the, the schedule for lunch because we end the stream and I'm an hour earlier. So I just eat right after the stream. Yeah. But yeah, sometimes I forget to eat lunch and it's not a good thing. That's a negative part of my routine, working through lunch. Then I ended up having a little bit too large of a dinner, and then it. Uh, I just look back and say, I wish I took a break for lunch. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's a big one. Yeah, uh, Michael Collins is saying I had to come to terms with having a strict routine. I used to be the morning person at the desk by eight a.m. Now I work a few hours in the morning, a few hours off midday, then back at it in the afternoon. Um, yeah, yeah. I think uh, we'll we'll get into some of this as as we go through here. But um, let's. Uh, oh, and. Um, so we, we did a video ask, we, we, we did this and we're going to do uh, a segment like this, I think, on a regular basis. Um, Joe, you, you, uh, are, you seem excited about this. Um, what, what yeah, you, yeah, I am. Uh, next week, video ask, we'll, we'll introduce that and then we'll, we'll, we'll uh, play some of these uh, responses that we got today. Yeah, we, we want more people communicating. It's great to see the comments, but if we can really start a conversation every single week about these important topics, it's just going to help everybody. It's going to help the show be more interesting. It's going to help you express what you should be expressing. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we, we're, we're going to make a habit out of this. Yeah. Yeah. And so next week, uh, we want to hear your Webflow horror stories. And so we're actually, let me grab this link. We're going to copy that. Let's see, copy this link, and I'm gonna put this right here into the comments because y'all should go do this like right now. Command V, yeah, and we're gonna pin that. Uh, go go take a look at this. We wanna hear your client horror stories. So next week we're talking all about the craziness we've dealt with clients, you know? Um, deals that went sideways, unexpected, you know, like things that happen with clients, whatever, that's gonna be a lot of fun. So just like we're doing uh, today with routines, we're gonna talk about client horror stories next week. Um, but we got a few responses. We kind of threw this out last minute. So let's take a quick look. The first one we got was from uh, Eve here. So let me pull this up and bring him full screen. And then we're gonna go to this and let's see what Eve had to say about his uh, routine. Oh, I gotta turn the volume up here, I think. 
pause this and I don't remember how my volume controls are here. Mm -hmm. They can hear it. The audience the community can hear it. Yeah, they can. They can. Audience can hear it. Nice. Uh, Eve, if y'all don't know, Eve is down in Brazil and he's a, a, an amazing Webflow talent. Um, but yeah, uh, so some of his routine is kind of getting out and uh, breaks, lots of breaks, a little physical activity. I think that's the kind of thing, you know, you have to like, um, dang. Okay, so y'all could not hear that, that whole clip. It looked like it was coming. Yeah, they... Oh, son of a bitch. So you could hear it, Joe? I can hear it. Yeah, that's, hear it. that's wild. Let me just check the output here. Uh, and while, while Raimar is checking that, I'll just, I'll, I'll repeat what Eve said. Eve is talking about how he likes to work in small amounts. Two to three hours, take a break. When he's feeling overwhelmed, when there's just too much in his head, he takes a break, goes and has a nap. That's a great, great thing for a lot of people. He likes to go and change the environment, go to a co-work change the environment in a coffee shop. And I should also mention Eve is one of the most productive people at FinSuite. He's just, his, his productivity levels are at a super high. So small breaks, that's his, that's his key. I don't like small breaks. I'm not a small break fan. So that works for him. It doesn't work for me. That's something that you have to figure out. Does, does the small break work for you? Does it not? Right. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's the, the key is like just figuring out again what works for you. So, um, okay, let's try this one more time with Adrian and let's see if this works. Otherwise, we might have to abandon ship here. So I think we're going Adrian from, let's see, 43 seconds. We said 42, bang. Let's see if we can hear Adrian. Oh, we gotta go to this view. Brett from Design Joy, where he mentioned that he had a zero tolerance for hopping on a call really resonated with me. Hopping on a call is one of the bigger productivity sucks that I've experienced, uh, even with the schedule that I have. These clients in the last year wanting to just jump on a call for any little thing that could be handled in Slack or Asana or whatever uh, project management tool you're using. And uh, I've, since the first year, any new clients that get onboarded, I can only do calls Tuesday afternoon or Wednesday morning, unless it's an emergency, and then you're going to have to pay me extra for that. Pay the man his money. <laughs> so I like that line from Adrian kind of like shaping. We do. We all do this, right? Like it's easy to just say, oh, let's take a meeting. Let's jump on a call. Like, you know, it's comfortable to do that. I find myself, I, I do that sometimes. I like the familiarity of having the back and forth. Um, and so sometimes that's good. Sometimes it's not. But you've got to figure out how to how to do that. Any thoughts on um, Adrian's uh, Adrian's little spiel there? It sounds like Adrian really respects his time and likes to all of his time mm. yeah um okay let's do one more here uh we're gonna do sergey this one was this one was funny i laughed at this sergey so okay <laughs> i am responsible for design at FinSuite. <laughs> what is my daily routine i wake up in the morning around 6 30 uh i'm cooking for my entire family so we're having breakfast with my wife and my kids. This is the time where we all together. Um, then I go upstairs, uh, take my coffee and do a lot of webflow. A lot of F and sweet webflow stuff. Like right now I'm working on new FinSuite side. Uh, 
I'm drawing a lot of new textures. I'm working a lot of with 3D specialists. Uh, yeah, and this is pretty much what I do until the lunch. Uh, then I'm having lunch with my wife, my kids back from school. Um, we spend some time again, and then I go upstairs and I spend the rest of the day doing Webflow, uh, trying to learn new stuff every day. Uh, for sure, and I'm trying to help as much as I can to our team members. Whenever anybody have questions, I'm always happy to help. Uh, that was pretty nice. Okay, so there's uh, Sergey talking about a little bit of his flow. And if y'all are interested in that shirt he just dropped there, you know where to cop that over at the Vince We Merch Stop. Uh, okay, Joe. So Sergey there shared a little uh, funny, you know, a little a little funny inspiration, a little tease about the uh, new website. But uh, thoughts just on you know community routine, and let's look in the um, audience here to see if uh, anybody else shared some of their routine. Um, any thoughts of that? Well, yeah. While you're looking, I'll I'll comment on Sergey's. I think it's so interesting that your routine totally changes when you have a full family around you. Mm -hmm. You know, some, some people here may have a significant other, some may not, some may have a small family, some may have a large family, some may live with extended family. The routine and the way that you, you work is so different in all of those environments. And when, when that changes, you also have to change your environment. Yeah. I, yeah. Um out. Okay. Uh let's see. So Dale is saying I had to come to terms. Let me see. Um okay, so it looks like Joe might have dropped out of there, but he's you're still on the screen. I don't know if he can hear us or not. Uh also getting outside a couple of minutes. Let's see. So I think the physical activity, I think getting out and about is very helpful. Um, I think that's, you, you know, like that's some of the important stuff is to create some breaks, um, to create a little bit of space and room for yourself. Uh, Joe, if you could refresh, probably that would help on your end. If you just refresh the browser, there it goes. Uh, okay. So Grace is saying working lots now so I can build up systems for work less in the future when I have a family. Yeah, I think that's it. The family changes everything. Mark is saying having time for a family is all for me. Having breakfast, lunch, and dinner all together. Uh, those are important th things and it's, uh, yeah, this overlay is not working either, right? Are, are the comments are not updating as I'm as I'm clicking through those, huh? Uh, I so, don't see an update. All right, that so. was me though. Everybody, that was <laughs> when I left. That was my fault, not Rymar's fault. Please make the memes about me. Make the memes. Uh, we can't have a perfect show all at once, you know. We got to upgrade this and then slowly work our way to a perfect show, you know. We can't like just have it all together so uh mark is again it's um okay the comments are not it's not loving the comments right now i don't know why get the overlay okay uh yeah the comments are not playing nice today so sorry y'all we can't bring y'all in but we can jump into the rest of the conversation here we'll try it one more time there you go. There they go. There they go. There they go. Okay. Having time for family is all for me. True story. My wife and I work from home. This is designer wisdom. So we set time to have breakfast together and lunch as well. Uh, and some time to take breaks together, go for walks and then back to work. Yeah, I think, I think that's it. You know, like Joe, let's jump into just a little bit of, of our, you know, back. actually, you know what, what your daily routine should look like according to science. Let's, uh, where's the, oh, 
I didn't share the link for that. Come on. Of course you shared the link for that. I had an article about this and I didn't save the link. <laughs> uh. Yeah, um, Joe, feel free to fill some air while I look here. Here's yeah, the article, I, actually. Well, I don't know anything about this article. The link was not there. But it that sounds weird to me. Stereotypical mm -hmm. routine. Yeah. It sounds like an oxymoron. It's totally uh, one of these like, you know, this is, it's like a Business Insider article. But this is it. This is what's going out there as like, this is what a routine should be. So I wanted to scrub through this because this is like what you'll hear like 100% every single day. Like if you're out there listening to routine stuff, like this is all the things you're going to hear. So um, skip the shower. I don't whatever. Uh, brew your own coffee, but don't drink it yet. I, I don't know. You know, it talks about like when your shit peaks and this, that and the other. But I, I don't know. Hit the track. OK, this one we've heard a couple times. People say get physical walk. OK, I, you know, I'm, I'm in for that. Get your heart pumping. Sure. Again, that goes with the workout stuff. Um, fuel up, which is, is, is great. You know, if you normally eat breakfast, but then the next one is like or skip breakfast entirely. So it's like eat or not, whatever. That could be routine. Uh, so I, I don't know. Um, you could jump in here and kind of read the specifics about this. I typically do not eat breakfast, uh, but I know a lot of people who can't start their day without some kind of breakfast. So uh, ditch the multivitamin, sit properly, you know, so like this is just one of those like, but this is it. This is the kind of stereotypical, you know, advice you might get when you're out there looking for your routine. And this is what people might be telling like a harsh shit, right? This is what people from a non-traditional work environment or from a, from a from a traditional work environment might be giving as feedback and maybe you're in this new fangled environment where you have full control of your time and the shit doesn't work for you right like one of the things i have actually it's like later on in the notes is like what is early anymore you know like yeah you got to wake up early early bird gets the worm but what the fuck does that mean early like whose time zone you know, we're all global. We're all working remote. We're all asynchronous. So like, what do you mean early? Is it my early? Is it your early? You know, does that matter at this point? So like, I don't know, Joe, and any thoughts there? Because I think there's some contradictions here between like what we're telling people and what we're saying versus like what that traditional stated advice is. And I think that's where the, you know, any kind of interesting nature of this conversation will come is like, you know, what works for the different folks versus like what the science, you know, quote unquote, follow science. You know, what does the science say? Well, you said it right there. It's the traditional approach. Early is when you go into the office at 9 a.m. and you leave at 5, 5 p.m. So you have a reference of what's early compared to that. But now, since we're working all over the world, all in different, different time zones, there is no early. I, I just don't believe that. And if there isn't early, it can be relative to you. You know, some people out there may be thinking 4 a.m. is early. Some people may be thinking 10 a.m. is early, and that's fine. We have some people at FinSuite that start work at 3 p.m., and they work all throughout the night, and 3 p.m. is early for them. That's fine. So, yeah, I, I don't like to put these labels early, not early, just right. it, it doesn't make sense anymore, especially in our industry. Right. I want to, um, this comment from D, uh, DK Jux, from PR, from the Chamber of Commerce, we're desperately clinging to the factory model. The the Chamber of Commerce, the local business associations, the the good old boy networks, like all these groups, they're all going to tell you, you got to be up early. You got to like, you know, get to the office. And like I when I was in my corporate and tie, suit and tie days, um, you know, like my my mentor, his name was Corky Tyler. 
and uh, he literally had a wingback chair and there were wood panels on the on the on the wall. Like you could not make this shit up. It was an insurance agency and he like we got into it for all sorts of shit. Like I used to like to let my beard grow out a little bit and he would get at me for my beard. And one day he's like, are you going to lose your job because of you, you like not shaving? I was like, I don't know. Are you all going to fire me because because I'm growing stubble, you know, and he just didn't even. <laughs> Why I, you know, I also would like to know um, how come I never see you at your desk at 530? I'm like, bitch, because the day ends at five and I'm out, you know, like I work real efficient. Uh, and he's like, and I, I also never see you at your desk at like 730. And I'm like, well, y'all told me, you know, like office hours start at 830. He's like, yeah, but, you know, if you're early, then you could get a jump start on the day and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, Neh. and so obviously that didn't work out for me. Um, but that's the mindset. Right. That's kind of the that's the game. I think that a lot of folks are stuck in is that it has to be like this. This is how it was for me. This is how it was for my dad. This is how it was for our business. This is how it was for my uncle and my family and whatever. So, like, I don't know. Yeah. Just doesn't make sense anymore. It really doesn't. I'll get into let's let's get into our routines. Yeah. Let's are do we ready it. to get into that? Sure. OK, so my my routine the reason I have a routine is to make myself happy. I think of a routine as a series of events that puts me in a good position to perform at my job, to have a great time hanging out with my wife, to just enjoy the day, right? I, I want to I end the day and look back and say, today was a great day. And all the little things that are what we call routine decide if that day is good or not good. So I like to do what I want to do when I want to do it. Mm. If I am not in the mood to work, I am not working. I don't care what my formal routine says, right? Maybe every day I'm working at 11 a.m. Like this is my prime time. But if I don't feel like working at 11 a.m., I'm not going to force it. Mm. I'm not going to push forward and try to do work if I don't want to do it. That's just that that's hurting the FinSuite brand. I want to be 100% pure bliss when I am working on FinSuite. And that is so important. So first thing, do what you want when you want to do it. If I wake up in the morning and I don't want to do it, I'm not going to do it. If I'm supposed to go to sleep at 10 p.m., but I want to pick up the computer and work for a few hours, I'm going to do it. But of course, it is nice to have some structure. I'm not just saying like every day is completely random and there's nothing that matches day to day. So a lot of days I will wake up between five and six. This is my favorite time to wake up. I consider myself a morning person uh, where I can wake, I can get out of bed and I can start running instantly. Mm -hmm. Like I can, I can start doing burpees up and down doing push-ups immediately out of bed that's how much energy i feel getting out of the bed and i try to get in front of the computer or at least my phone within about 15 to 30 minutes of waking up i'll make a coffee for later that day or the next day i do iced coffee so i make it ahead of time so i'll do that when i wake up mm. uh, maybe i'll wash some vegetables for a juice later in the morning and I am getting right into answering questions because we have an international team. And every single morning, there is a list of people that have asked me something. Hey, what do you think about this? What do you think about this? Should we do this? Um, do I have approval for this? And I can now get, I can 
I can really not only start my workday, but I can help other people perform in their workdays by getting on this early and it feels good. And I'm like super focused and I love it and no sounds are around. My wife isn't up yet. It's great. So I get an early start. Within the first two to three hours of working, I will go outside and walk my dog. Nice, great opportunity for a walk. It's a 10 to 15 minute walk. We live on the third floor of our apartment building, no elevator. So I get a little bit of activity in there. It feels really nice. We'll have some breakfast. Maybe it's just a juice. Maybe it's a light breakfast, but I do like to eat something. Same thing with skipping lunch. If I skip breakfast, usually I look back on the day and say, ooh, I don't, I, I just don't feel right. Hmm. That's one thing I do like to have more of a strict routine on the food. And I am going on and off the computer at my own free will throughout the entire day. There are days where I do not stop working the entire day. I will be locked on the computer. There are some days where I take a break every hour, right? Maybe a five minute break, a 10 minute break. Maybe I work for an hour, take a break for an hour. Depends what I want to do. I will never force myself to work. So even if I start working and I, I didn't get a lot of work in, but I don't feel like working, I'm not going to use my energy to continue working. Mm. I'm going to find something else to do. Lay on the couch and do nothing. Something productive around the house. Go to the supermarket, whatever. I, I think doing what you want to do when you want to do it is just incredibly important. And if you find yourself always doing nothing, you may be in the wrong industry. If you have this mentality of I do what I want when I want to do it and you're not working, that means you're not really enjoying your work. I get very excited working. I would say most of the day I am in the mood to work at any time during the day. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to do it because I love what I do and it's really enjoyable. And that, like, that plays such an important part in the entire routine. So... Yeah, that's uh, that feels like a nice a nice snapshot of my day. It's very it's very random. I don't have a lot of outdoor activities. Uh, let me rephrase that. I love to go outside. I don't like to leave my town. I think when I go too far away from the home, it's hard for me to jump back in. Hmm. It's like if I go to the supermarket, the day could be over. That's why I started ordering supermarket on my phone because I don't like to have that long break in the day. Uh, so I like to stay there. I like to focus and hang out with my wife. That's like, that's my go-to activity. If I am not working, we will find something to do. Ride bikes, hang out, do nothing, do something we've been talking about around the house uh, and between the work and wife, I'm set. I'm happy every day. Yeah. Interesting. Cause I'm the, I like, I have to get out. If I don't get out during the day, I get into like a funk. You know, like if I, I'm usually up by like 7.30 or 8.30 in the morning. Um, it's been moving like steadily earlier as I get older. I used to be like a sleep till noon and not give a total fuck. Like I was a bar fly. I played pool uh, for a, a long time in my life. And so like my routine revolved around being at bars and traveling to different cities for pool tournaments and like going and, and just, I, I, you know, putting a 12 hour session on a pool table, like totally different than you know, this work stuff. And so it's a completely different routine. So I think that, you know, goes to like what you do. Like some people, if you work, in, you know, for a different time zone, or if you work a night shift, like your routine's totally different. I, I dated a, a girl who was a nurse 
and her routine was completely different than anybody else's routine because she worked a night shift, you know? And so it's like, I don't know. Um, I, I like to own my mornings. I don't like to, um, I, I tend to do this more often than I like, you know, like I'll grab my phone, but I, I'm, I'm trying not to jump into the phone or not jump into a screen like first thing in the morning. I'm trying to like get up. I usually like to clean things up. I don't like working when the house is kind of a mess. You know, and so like that's a thing that every morning I kind of like tidy things up. I make sure the couch is made. I make the make sure the bed is made. I make sure like the kitchen, the counter, everything's clear. And just like I want to kind of be at Zen a little bit, even though my desk is a little like chaotic sometimes. My my house, my apartment, like when I walk out of that workspace, I kind of want it to be like, ah, you know, I want to walk in and just be like at, at Zen, you know, at peace. And that's something new for me because as a as a kid, we were not like that. Like our place was always a mess. We couldn't have friends over sometimes because like, you know, the place was a total shit show. And um, later on in life, I understood the value of just like kind of the peace it, it, of having like your place together. And so that's a big thing for me. Uh, and usually I'll shower and get in front of the screen by nine. I also have started like work, uh, walking in the morning. I live uh, downtown uh, in, in a beautiful, like uh, in Sarasota, Florida, uh, and there's this beautiful bridge. And so I've been doing the bridge in the mornings and trying to do something. I think over the last couple of years, I have not been very active physically. And I think that's the biggest thing. I think there's a lot of flexibility in my work schedule. But what I find if I don't include some kind of physical activity throughout the day, um, then I kind of like I kind of feel like I wasn't as productive as I could be. Um, and I used to like doing that like midday. I used to like interrupting the day with that. Now I kind of like doing it before I actually start uh, my day. Um, and unlike you, Joe, I like to take a couple hours midday and like disappear, right? So like I like to own my morning. I usually put a nice block of time in work-wise. So from nine, 9.30 or 10 till usually the stream or after the streams, cause I'm usually stream prepping. And even on the days we don't have streams, I have a lot of like noon stuff. So um, that kind of tends to carry over. And then I like to get lost for a little bit. I like to totally unplug. I like to go again, either for a walk or I'm right downtown or um, I do like to go to the grocery store. I like to get out of the house. I like to just, I don't know, or, you know, like you said, just sit down and dick off and just doom scroll. You know, we're <laughs> sitting on the edge of, you know, some crazy shit globally. And so it's like, you get wrapped up. I'm like a news junkie and I love to read and, and podcasts and stuff. And so the, the other inevitability is like, then I want to come back and put another session is after that little break. And so sometimes that starts at two in the afternoon and goes till five or six. Sometimes that doesn't start until four and it goes till eight or nine. And honestly, I do some of my best work at night in the dead of night, right? I saw, who is it? Matt McCarson was saying here, I sit in a dark room with a black light listening to electronic music and, music and guzzling coffee until uh, midnight. Midnight would be early. Uh, oh, that's not coming up. There it goes. Um, and so like, the other night, actually building that open house website, I think I started that at like 7 p.m. and I was grinding until three in the morning. Because when you get into that deep work, when you get into that creative work, when you're deep, and this is like, this is something else about getting into that zone. I think more importantly than having a real specific routine is having some kind of routine that can get you into that performance zone, right? The ability that when you do sit down to work, you're in like focus mode and you have the ability to like harness that energy and actually get shit done so that you can be productive and then feel free to let it go when you're not doing that, you know? And so uh, I empathize with Matt McCarson. Let's see, let's look at let's look at some of the other stuff. Uh, Nick Jones working from home with a newborn and a two-year-old in the house 24-7. Wife is also self-employed. We never sleep, never eat. My productivity is down 90%. There's nothing I can do about this. I think that's a, a new thing too. We just had to figure out like, 
we have to figure out how to like make our homes our businesses now and our workspaces and our family playgrounds and you know like the play like just we have to do everything here now and so luckily that's changing that's opening up but the last couple of years have presented a really interesting challenge i think is which is nick what, what nick's getting here about the routines and about how this all you know kind of just goes so um needs to follow up here. I follow Grace on Twitter and just cry at how life used to be. Once you have a family, it's over, at least for a time. Um, yeah, that's okay. I, 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 I can't empathize with that, but I, I have to imagine. I have friends um, and yeah, who have small children, even you know teenage children, and it's like it's a different story. It's a different ball of wax. We, we, we can't talk to that. I, I, neither Joe and I have, have kids. So um. <laughs> I think it's very interesting that everybody everybody is posting something different. I, I haven't seen two people post the exact same thing. It's all about learning about yourself and understanding what makes you work, what makes you happy. And it's, it's just amazing to see how everybody works here. I mean, I, I'm reading some of these comments and thinking I would never be able to do that. I would be so unhappy doing this. This one here, I use P Pomodoro timer to focus entirely for 25 minutes. And then, and then five minute breaks that takes some wow. discipline. I, I would imagine yeah, you could get into could a productive flow, but that's like, like, how do you, like, what if you're, what if you're in the flow? Like, what if I am working on an interaction or I'm working on some complex layout or I'm doing something like a video editing or I'm working on just some deep work or something, a mid article or something. And that timer goes off. Do I just stop and step away from that? Yeah. Like, okay. no, nah, I don't, I can't, like, I can't, I'm like, nah. sometimes I'm in there like just elbows deep and I'm like, I, if I pull my hands out, I'll forget where they are. And then like getting back into that level of work, that complexity, that like, that's hard, right? Sometimes it takes time to get in there. And that's why these little distractions, you know, can sometimes kick you off. And so I think again, more than like any specific routine, having things that allow you to get into that work zone and stay in that work zone when you want to be productive, that's kind of like the you know, the, the, the core of this for me. Um, and the, the beauty of this is that that could actually help Yogesh, mm. that that process can actually help him get into the zone. That's how beautiful and wonderful this topic is that what, what may sound terrible to you may be just the perfect combination of things for somebody else. And Tanette says, I always start my day drinking two big glasses of water and stretching for 15 minutes. Being hydrated helps you stay focused and stretching before sitting all day improves your pop and body alignment. <laughs> nice, simple and uh, healthy. Pixel Geek, <laughs> uh, my daily morning routine, take kid to school, morning web flow meetings, then poop, then work. Love it, <laughs> love it. That's... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> love you, Nelson. <laughs> Very nice. We have Kabarza. I start my day with tea, awards, and Webflow showcase to start the engine. I don't have a clear routine. I work the time. I don't have meetings or personal shit to do, stuff mm, to do. Yeah. And Christopher, I wonder if anybody else has caught themselves in a negative feedback loop, researching the routines of others instead of listening to their own yes. mind, body, like I did, and it hurt me for so long. Christopher, this That's is it. a great, great comment. Don't just hear, hear what we're talking about on this episode and just copy what we're doing. You should, you should feel the way that we're thinking about this. You should understand the way that we're approaching our day 
and then think, how can I approach my day to be the most efficient? How can I approach my day to be the happiest that I can be? And this is just so important that that's what I see as a successful routine. Yeah. I also thought that I was like going to be incapable of being successful for a long time in my career because I wasn't a morning person, you know, because I didn't like to get up at. I remember even as a young kid, my mom coming in and dung, 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 uh, you know, like waking me up. And I just hate, I hate, I hate it, hate, 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 hate. But like at night. I love the night, you know, like I'm, I'm alive at night. My brain comes to life and I just like, wow, that's when I want to do. And, and, and sure that changes and, and not always. And I don't always want to be up till two or three in the morning. Brett Trippin is saying some nights burning the midnight oil till two or three a.m. Some nights sleep by 11. Yes, I feel this so hard. Uh, and I thought again that, that there was something wrong with me, right? Like, why can't you do this? Or why, you know, listen to Corky Tyler, mur, mur, mur. you know, um, and I don't know, like you gotta just, whatever like empowers you to be creative and productive. You know, the definition that they talk about, like the like one of the definitions of like an addiction is if it, if it impacts your ability to like do regular things in life. And so I think work in that context is like, your workflow is, is, is the same, but the opposite of that. If your daily routine and the things that you're doing and the way that you're working enables you to be productive, and you can make money and you can deliver websites and you can keep clients happy and you can do all these things, then like, I don't think there's anything wrong with your daily routine. You probably don't have to spend a whole lot of time worrying about that, right? You're probably already doing some of this stuff instinctively. It's when you cannot do those things. If you find yourself six months in, a year in, and, and you're, you're just missing deadlines, right? You're, you're not closing the new deals. You're not getting, you know, like that traction like you think you should. You're like, I'm capable but I'm not, then that's when I would start to think like, well, what is it that you're doing, right? Is there something that's impacting your ability to deliver that quality work, to focus on specific tasks enough to generate, you know, uh, leads or to create your portfolio? Like, is there, like, is it a lack of focus or what? And so that's when I would think like, hey, I need to audit my daily routine is when I'm not being productive or when you're trying to maybe like achieve something that you don't achieve. If you're constantly setting goals and hitting goals and accomplishing what you think you're gonna do, like your routine's probably good. You probably don't have to sweat that too much. You know, it's, it's and, and that's where I think you gotta find the balance. You know, that's where I think you need to just think about, don't worry too much, you know, like just do you. Do you, boo? You okay? <laughs> <laughs> now, can you be successful without a daily routine? Mm. If you know, we're talking about our routine, some people have it more structured, some people have it less structured. But can you be successful if you don't have a routine at all? Right? You you just don't identify yourself as somebody with a a routine on the day to day. What yeah. do you think? I, yes. I, yeah. I think so, but it depends on how you define a daily routine. Right. I think by daily routine, if you think this is a structured thing, I have to be up by this time. I have to do this. I have to dang, 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 like I, like I was an inmate and I'm on somebody else's clock. That's not what I think an effective routine is. I think an effective routine is what we've just talked about. And I don't think you can be successful without some level of order to your life right, with some sort of structure that allows you to be productive, whatever that is for you. That may be, like we said, working from 7 p.m. till, you know, 2 a.m., 
that may be, you know, working for a couple hours, taking a couple hour break, working for another couple hours, taking a couple hour break, whatever, right? It may be the 30 minute timer, right? Uh, there, there's somebody else that said something about the, uh, Lucas was saying that I do the Pomodoro, uh, helps me to not get too overwhelmed by deep work sometimes. Mm -hmm. So maybe you need that. Maybe that's structure to not get too sucked in. Um, but I, th I don't know. I, I don't know that like you can be productive without some level of, cause it's just habits. Right, like a daily routine is really just like a, an amalgamation of habits. There was another question that I asked in here, is like good time management a substitute for daily routines? You know, and, and I don't know, right? Is that what we're talking about here? Is, da is, is a daily routine kind of like managing your time effectively and making sure that you, you know, you, like you do what you just need to do to, to move forward in life? And I, yeah. I don't know if those are the same thing. I know good habits, uh, again, that book, uh, The Habit Loop, by Charles Duhigg and somebody said Atomic Habits. Um, they're both great books. I think one builds on the other habit loop I would read first. And then Atomic Habits is uh, the, the James Clear, I think is the, the author of that one. Um, both great books about this. And I think understanding why we do things, there's another one called um, oh, The Irresistible Pull of uh, Irrational Behavior. There's uh, Sway, it's a book called Sway. And it's, it's uh, this one's more about understanding why other people do certain things. The other two that I mentioned are about why you do certain things. And so it's interesting to kind of look at like why we do certain things, why we're programmed to be repetitive like this, why sometimes that instinct and, and habit takes over. Even if you want to do a certain thing, maybe you're trying to set up new habits. It's difficult to do, right? It's difficult to break out of a daily routine to change your daily routine. And maybe that's what some of you are struggling with as well. And so like there, there's so much depth and nuance here that like we could we could get lost talking about this, I think in any one of these areas for a while. You know, I'm 38 years old and I'm just now looking to form like a routine. I don't have, like, you know, like I've never been much of a routine person, but I do see the value now, like I said, of getting some of that physical activity in the morning, you know, making sure I own my mornings. I want my mornings. I don't want notifications in the mornings. I don't want emails in the morning. I don't want like, I don't want meetings in the morning. I don't want anything. I want like, that's me time, you know, no meetings till 10 kind of shit. Um, and so I don't know, that's, that's something that I just, just jumped into. So, uh, what do you think, Joe, can you be successful without a daily routine? Can you, um, you know, do you have to have this in your life? No. And I think, I think your daily routine is a self-definition, right? It's, we, we talked about how this is all about you and, and what you're doing. So you can define routine and I don't think you need it. I think, I think really a routine is, time management, uh, being able to get everything that you need to be done before you go to sleep. You wake up, you have time management throughout the day and you go to sleep and everything should be complete or there should be a plan to complete what wasn't complete at some other time in the future. So yeah, absolutely. Time management, I think is the most important skill when you are creating this daily routine for mm. yourself. Yeah, Ditya's got a good one here. He says, it's weird in my case, sometimes I get into the zone and the world outside my screen just stops. But sometimes even staring at a dot feels more entertaining than working. I try not to force it, so I work I, uh, I work if I feel like it. I don't if I don't feel like when not working, do things that refresh you, eye games, music, sports, et cetera. I get that yeah. too. Sometimes like I sit down and there's like nothing is going to pull me into focus. Um, yeah. It's interesting because I can't feel that, that way on stream days. 
right? Like, you know how many times I've woken up, I'm like, oh, I don't want to do the stream, but what am I going to tell Joe? Like, we can't do the stream. I got to tell <laughs> 75 people or 100 people or 60 people, however many, even if it's only 30 people. Like, nah, we're not doing the stream today, fuck off. You know, so like, there are certain times where you got to deliver, you have a deadline, and you have to like find a way to inspire yourself. Like, well, fuck, I guess I've been procrastinating for way too long. I better figure out how to do this thing now. You know, and so like, I think we're guilty yep. of that too, because if you, um, if you do the, hey, focus on whatever you want, whenever you want, at a certain time, you're going to like be edging up against a deadline theoretically, whether that's a client, a self-imposed thing or whatever. And so like, I think a lot of times uh, the laziness, you know, the entrenched laziness, because I, I would clearly call myself lazy in a lot of ways and not in others. But I think that laziness makes me efficient. Um, and I don't remember who it was. I think it was like um, Warren Buffett had a quote, something about like he likes to hire lazy people. And he said, why is because lazy people find efficient ways to get things done, you know? And so not necessarily that laziness is a key trait, but there is something about having that idea or that thought process in you and being able to then figure out the most effective way to work. Um, but you know, that, that procrastination, that back and forth, I think that's the balance here. Like that's what we talk about is finding that balance. Um, Zach saying, damn it, he's late. We'll have to start the stream all over. I think, uh, yeah, definitely the Eastern, the, the daylight savings time. Go ahead, Joe. I like the, the lazy comment. Mm. <clears throat> I like I like to also think of myself as lazy, and I think it's important if you're if you identify yourself as lazy that you're able to turn that on and off. Yes. When I am working, I am not lazy. I am the opposite of lazy. I am highly productive, and I care so much about my time. Mm. If I'm wasting twenty minutes of my time while I'm working, it's very inefficient. But if I'm not working. I just turn the lazy dial all the way up <laughs> and I try to chill out as much as possible, conserve all of my energy. And like, you know, maybe I do something productive around the house or do something there. But usually if I'm not working, I am in a deep state of relaxation, which I like to think of as lazy, right? Mm. I don't want to do this. I don't want to do that. I'm just going to do nothing. I want to do whatever I want to do, which is nothing. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, lazy is not bad. You just have to know how to control it and you have to know when there's times to be lazy and when there's times to really get the work done. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Pixel Geek is saying it right here. 74 viewers and only 30. There's 47 likes now. So get to it, y'all. What are you waiting for? Uh, Peter Dimitrov, even if I stay awake till 3 a.m., I just can't sleep past nine. I wish I could even get to nine anymore. Hmm. I was up till 2 a.m. last night. Um, shout out to Colleen, who was also up. Colleen works late too. I'm calling you out, Colleen. Um, I, I often work late and I get on Slack and I see Colleen there and I'm like, you go to sleep. Uh, I think is what I told her last night. She's like, well, you're up too. <laughs> so anyway, just a little funny aside. But then I can't sleep past like 6.45, 7 a.m. anymore. I used to sleep till noon. Like I could sleep forever, like literally forever. I'll be in bed till like two, three, like just forever, especially if I was up till now I can't. So Peter, I'm with you and that bugs the shit out of me. Uh, sometimes what I'll do, and again, not on stream days or not on, not on any weekday really, but sometimes on the weekend, you know, I'll go back and I'll do a little nap. Like Saturday mornings, I like the farmer's market uh, and it's, you know, right up the street. And so I'll get up, I'll get up early, get some, you know, get some breakfast or go out there and do that. And then I'll come back and, you know, sometimes take a nap or whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's, it's funny how things change as you get a little older too. Um, let's... Yeah, yeah I, I can't sleep past six or seven. So that's why I don't do the late nights because when I do the late nights, I wake up the next day, like I, I had four hours of sleep. This is not enough. So that's, it's just naturally something I gravitated away from. Yeah. Yeah. 
And Pixel Geek says, daily routines don't exist when you have kids. <laughs> Things can change at any given moment. Yeah. Yeah. So, or maybe that is your routine. Your routine is to be on your on your feet, ready to to act with the the changing environment of kids. Yeah. <laughs> Marine from Texas. I spent a week trying different ways to daily to find myself before I understood that it that I wasn't a morning person and that I don't like being in the same place all the time. Had to discover me. I'm like this too. I, I I like to go out to different places. I like to go to a little co-working spot. I like to go to a little cafe. I like to just change. I, I like having people and buzzing around me. I know sometimes like, you know, the, 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 the tech introverts don't necessarily like that, but sometimes I like that. I'm, I'm like half extrovert, you know, marketing sales guy, half introvert computer nerd slash tech thing, you know? So it's like, I, I jump back and forth between those personalities. Um, Zach, we love you anyway. No sweat. Uh, <laughs> Michael Collins putting on my shoes to go out for a walk as soon as this is over. Yeah, there you go. Nice. Um, that all day work until two or three a.m. Other days getting yeah, you know, catching catching up. Right. Uh, let's see. The due date of bills forces somewhat of a routine. That's what I'm saying, right? There are real constraints, right? So it's like I do whatever I want until you know, like the deadline hits you, uh, and you do that too many times, right? Like this is the difference between producers and performers and people who never break out, right? You can pretend for a long time. You can get a client and drag it out and, oh, it's okay, I'll get to that next week. Or, oh, I was real busy today. I, you know, like I'll get to it, you know, by the end of, and by the end of, and then that comes, you're like, yeah, yeah, but that, like next weekend, I promise, you know, I'm gonna get, and then you never do. You're never gonna break out, right? You have to have the self-imposed like, I'm gonna deliver, I'm gonna, this is the hardest thing for folks in this business because there is so much flexibility. Because you can set your time, you can work anywhere in the world, you can kind of do whatever you want. And so that, you know, like you have to be somewhat efficient at creating guardrails for yourself. And I think some people are better at that than others. And I would imagine that the daily routine requirements line up differently for each of those. If you're better at setting guardrails for yourself and keeping yourself in check, well, then you, you probably don't need a structured daily routine. If you're somebody else who doesn't, maybe you need a little bit of that accountability. You need some of that structure from external forces. And this is where that daily routine really comes into play. So um, just thoughts there. Let's see. Do work when you can and go. Yeah, that's it. Jacob, nice. Art Zabo, I'm all Art, over the place. Go ahead. I'm all over the place. Sometimes up at six, sometimes going to bed at five. When the creative zone hits, I listen to that first. There we go. Mm -hmm. Do what you want to do when you want to do it. Aditya, time management greater than daily routine. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and, and Reimar, to what you were saying just before, where sometimes you have to do things. You have to pay the bill. You keep saying to the client, I'll do it later and later and later. That is time management, right. which goes hand in hand with the daily routine. So you can do what you want when you want to do it while still properly managing your time and deliverables. Yeah. Yeah. It's a skill. It's a skill. Marine from Texas. Some people just light up big spliffs and hit those before getting into deep work sessions. They do great. I think that's probably true. I think probably growing and growing as it becomes more prolific. So yeah, um, Gabe Perez, I like setting goals for myself and then that gives me wiggle room as long as I get to fulfill those goals, some structure, but also not enough space of the structures not to feel constrained. That's it. I think that's it. That was a good way to wrap up the, the whole sentiment of the show. 
Um, do you use ClickUp for time tracking project management? Um, no, we're using Notion for project management and uh, we have like an internal system for tracking folks who have like hour, hours to report back to clients. Uh, but other than that, we don't track um, people's work time or like computer. That was another thing, uh, going back to Cork and Tyler, uh, these motherfuckers put like some computer tracking shit on my com you know, on my computer. They called me into a meeting one time. They're like, you know, we have a hard time understanding how you get any work done with the amount of time you spend on social media. And I'm like, oh, you mean that the second tab that I have open behind the other tab I'm using, that's probably logging like, you know, like time the whole day because it's just there. Oh, you mean that tab? And I'm like, who closed more business last week? What did you say? Who closed more business? Oh, shut the fuck up. That's what I thought, right? <laughs> um, so like, that was it. Like that was my response always. And that's why I like part of this business. That's why I like sales. That's why I've always liked sales. I don't care about your rules. If you perform, you get it done, right? This business is very much like that. If your work speaks for itself, if it does the thing, if when I click on the button, it loads the site and I can do the things you claim to do, I don't care about the rest of it. I don't care. And neither does your client. And honestly, neither does your boss. That's why this remote shit works, right? Like, does the work get done? Does what we need to accomplish as a team get done? Is the client happy? Are we making money? Okay, don't care. You know, like, that's it. Yep. That's it. And that, that's why at FinSuite, we have no requirements for being in front of the computer. There's zero. Never, ever, ever will I be doing the little green status checking. I don't care. It doesn't matter how much you work, when you work, I'm not checking on this as long as the work gets done. If you're taking a vacation, you can tell me you don't need approval to take the vacation. Your only requirement is that you don't have a client deadline. And if you have active clients, tell the clients. Mm -hmm. It's true power for the team to really manage their time the way that they want to. And when you start imposing routines and time management on other on other people, it's just not going to work, right? Like Reimar's example, there was a boss that it was imposing different time management techniques than he wants to use. So he didn't, he didn't perform in a happy way, in the way that he was most successful. So really important. Uh, this is for yourself. This is for your agency that you're running. This is for people that you're working with. Don't try to put people into your time management skill into your time management world and your routine. Let people yeah. do what they want to do. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Uh, okay. Let's see. Uh, Eric, I need some Spanish blinds to be able to sleep in like I do over here. I have blackout curtains and I shut the door to my room. I do have a big window in the living room, so I have to shut the door to my bedroom to not, you know, because I don't have the blackout curtains on that yet. But um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I need to figure something out. I schedule a week break for myself every quarter. Kayla Williams. It's important to find a ways to avoid burnout as well. Very smart. I like that. Um, let's see. I wake up at 6.30 a.m. but knock out at 10 p.m. no matter where I am. Yep, yeah. I hear that. I hear oh, yeah. <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Work when our kids are at school. Let's see. Uh, Susan McPhee. We also need to create time for learning. I have a FS attributes as a work in pro progress learning program. Yeah. Yep. Nice. Uh, let's see who was in here. Joseph, uh, Joe Moore. What's up, Joe Moore? Uh, Jonathan, uh, preach Nelson. Yeah. Ezekiel. I tend to think that having an established routine in this creative space is even more critical without order. Life can become so overwhelming. I, that's what I'm saying. I think it's a balance though. I don't think it's like, uh, I think 
I think you do have to create some boundaries for yourself. I think you do have to create some of those, but I, I think some people, again, do that natively more than others, and some people need more structure than others. I, 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 I agree with that, Ezekiel. Um, but I also think like, you know, a lot of us are just chaotic and like to fl- float with the wind and have that kind of like gypsy vibe, you know? So uh, let's see, let's see if anything else. Setting smaller deadlines and milestones. That's a good thought, Penny, you know, for sure. Um, def- definitely having some like accomplishable things. You know, if your goals are too big and you're not like getting that, you know, soft, uh, steady, like accomplishment, feeling of accomplishment for sure. Um, I'd, I'd like to bring up a comment from Nick. Yeah. When it comes to working from home with kids, I think a really real realistic routine is what Joe said. It's really time management. Clear as many obstacles as possible and advocate for your work time. Remember, Routine is a self, self-defined self term for yourself. Mm. So part of your routine can be, hey, from these hours, I am ready to do anything for my kids. Maybe I don't have to do anything with my kids. Maybe everything goes as planned and I get to work for this certain amount of time. Maybe I get zero time working because this, this, and this happened. So you can work into your routine things that don't always happen the same way each day. Um, it... Let, let's put this in the, the context of a client. Maybe from 12 to 2, you are going to work on all of the things that were not supposed to come up today, right? Usually, you, you kind of know what you're going to do for the day. And for this time, it's these are random things that are happening, and I'm, I'm going to do all the random things. So yeah, Nick, you can absolutely put that into your routine so that, yeah, it, it doesn't feel like it's out of the ordinary just feels this is normal this is how i'm going to approach this this change of schedule yeah yeah oh i jumped ahead of myself a little bit there pixel geek damn some deep cuts in that story yeah me and corky taylor got words okay uh <laughs> we talked a little bit about my suit and tie days before on the show but uh we could spend episodes talking about that stodgy environment at that office <laughs> that office was terrible my main issue with time management is i tend to pick more fun projects over routine ones as a multidiscipline designer that's my biggest downfall all the time the first like 80 90 percent of a webflow project is like hey everything's new you're excited you're like hey and then it's like buttoning up that last little piece you're like ah oh, fuck that you know and you leave that aside for like a week and then you'll start on the next cool thing right the next fun design the next like thing that gets you and then you got to go back and you're like uh and you just keep pushing and pushing and pushing that thing away like that's it though that's 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 that uh you know the ability to finish those consistently and really get that stuff out of the way is really what separates the performers from the non-performers in the space so uh i agree 100 percent um art but finding a way to push past that you know is, is what really can set you apart in the space let's see we're getting done yeah no more first time watching you you guys are sexy there you go make sure you leave a like let, let everyone know and i bet the the video quality has to be better if you're watching at this point Joe's video quality, the total picture quality, our average view duration is higher than normal by a significant number. So our total viewership is not necessarily, but the average amount of time people spent watching is up by about six, seven minutes, um, which is interesting. So 
Yeah, um, I'm always uh, I'm always interested by YouTube stats. I was listening to um, Mr. Beast was on Joe Rogan recently, and Mr. Beast has one of the biggest YouTube channels, the biggest YouTube channel on all the internet. And he was talking about growing the channel and all these different strategies. And so I was totally nerding out, um, and I geek out over the YouTube stats on this channel. So anyway, uh, just a side thought. I'm interested to look in and see what's different about that stuff. So uh, Matisse, I found a routine is a way to keep in track with projects along the way but it's important to consider that urgent is more important than important or, or yeah, uh, greater than important. Having space and flexibility, I'm imagining there, to deal with emergency in this routine is important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let's see, greetings, Finn Suites. Joe Moore, what's up, what's up, what's up? A great eye mask works for room darkening. Yeah, I'm not good with sleeping with stuff on my face or, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, okay, stream has been really good today. The new setup is terrific. Thank you, Penny. Um, I agree that the stream quality we, we've been testing super, super, uh, super better, mo, mo super better. Um, the only thing we did struggle a little bit with were some of the slides. Uh, we're, we're having a little bit of, there's some kind of conflict on those slides. We, we realized yesterday that like, is getting like locked up and I think it happened today too when we were trying to switch through some of those slides. So we'll keep working to figure out how to make this better. Uh, our goal obviously is to, to create the highest quality productions we can, uh, but to also just get shit done, right? So, um, you know, we, we know done and consistent is better than perfect every single time. Uh, and so you'll just see us keep pushing and, and getting a little bit better everywhere we can. And so just continue to expect us to, to experiment and do some of that. So. Uh, Crystal J, first time being here live, still working on that routine. Yeah, come through. We appreciate you. Uh, I know um, it's a different type of like engagement. I see like when we post our regular videos and we get all the comments and the videos get a lot of views, all, all, you know, like that's fun. But there's something about like being live with folks and the comments in real time. I don't know about you, uh, Joe, but just the, the interaction, the back and forth, like for me, that's, that's what I love about this stuff. Um, I was talking to like a video production guy and he's like, you should pre-record some of those and create more packages and just play stuff. And I'm like, eh, yeah, like it's mm. being live, I think is what's fun. It's like being here with all y'all. So I don't know your thoughts on that. Agreed. I agree. I agree. It's, it's a completely different feeling, uh, being live versus not being live. And you know, you, you say things that you may not say in a recorded version, right? It's so easy when you record something, you're like, ooh, I didn't mean to say that. Take that out. But now you kind of have to learn to say what you want to actually say in live. So I think it's a, it's a good skill to learn. There's no, um, yeah, I think uh, it's funny too, because lots of people think they're good on video until you turn the camera on. I used to, I do a lot of video production and everyone's like, oh yeah, I'm good. I'm comfortable. I'm, I'm outgoing. I'm you know, whatever. And then you put the camera on and they got to stare into the lens and it's just like crickets, you know, it's like just super yep. crickets. And, um, yeah, I don't know. The live stuff just puts a different pressure on you. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's fun. Um, you, you can't screw up, you know, you can't like, you can't do a do over. You can't cut and take again. So yeah, you just got to figure it out. Hans has asked this like three or four times yeah. today, so let's get let's to it. <laughs> Would be nice to have some kind of guide to determine if it's worth the time to convert a non-CF site to CF. Is there one? If not, how can we approach this? A win-win for FinSuite and Webflowers. You want to take that one, Joe? Yeah, Hans, this is a question that I really want to answer for you, but it's so hard mm. because every site is different. 
if you sent me a read-only link and I look through a project, I could tell you in a very short period of time if it's worth it. Um, how to communicate that to you and how to how to really determine if something should be converted or should not is not the easiest question. So we don't have anything specific for this. Maybe we can do a, a Thursday Learn It Live. We can take a project that is qualified for that conversion and see if we can go convert it. We talked about that because I built the open house site on a skin of yeah. last year. Um, that may be a good, maybe we do that this Thursday. Like we could open up the site cause I built it kind of client first ish, but it may be good to just go in and say, okay, cause I didn't do the global spacing. So I know that's one thing where it's not client first. Um, and also I kind of had some mixed classes and it was like scramble mode. And so like you create a little extra class here, a little extra class there to just get away with some stuff. So maybe that'd be a good deep dive. Um, Thursday is just to go into that open house site and look at that. And maybe we can do some comparisons of like, what would be easy to convert? Is this a start over from scratch? Um, Joe, you know, what might be interesting too, is to go into the showcase and just open like preview links and just look at sites, you know, that are built and just see like, hey, this is a random site that somebody built. Let's open it up and look how hard would this be to transfer to client first? You know, like sure. that could be a fun episode too. So um, Hans, let's look at some read only as examples. Yeah, so you read my yeah. mind there. Um, All right, so Hans, come uh, this Thursday, 12 Eastern. I wanna see you there because we're going to do this episode with this this comment and these thoughts in mind. Yep. Nice. Okay. Uh, Pixel Geek meeting time. Bye, friends. Hope to see you all tomorrow. Yeah, check them out. I think uh, Webflow's got a stream tomorrow. Uh, the Marine pre-recorded in packages. Yeah, don't do that. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, it. It. it, it um, if we do more of these video ask things, and I think if it was like properly structured, it would be great to have a little two minutes here, a little you know audience feedback, a little pre-packaged segment. The problem is it just takes us the same reason we do the lives versus like everything pre-packaged is the amount of production time. You know, right here, we shoot it, edit it, it's out, you know, it's done. Um, versus like having to edit and manage and do all the other stuff. So uh, just trying to find the balance there. So we will keep pushing with that. Uh, Tanette being on camera is hard, yeah, for sure. So, okay, I think that's it, everyone. We appreciate you all hanging out with us. Still 64 at the end of the stream here. Only 56 likes, so a couple of y'all are missing out. So jump in there. We appreciate that. Uh, it helps us grow the YouTube reach and get in front of more folks. Uh, so anyway, let's see, last one. Such a good topic, makes me feel comfortable by seeing people having struggles and some routines way of working alike. Yeah, that's it. Just wanna talk and share and show you that like, sometimes we do this thing in, in our world where we like put these people on pedestals that we see as top performers. You know, we put our athletes up there, we put our little Webflow influencer celebrities up there, you put these different folks and you just forget like, they're just fucking people, you know? And we just like to be real and candid. Like it, sometimes we're not always gonna be politically correct, you know, we're not always going to like say the, the right thing or the thing that's easy to hear or whatever, but like we are always going to be honest, you know, and straightforward. And I think that's, um, you know, that's something to be said. Yeah. Good stuff, guys. People are afraid to have these conversations, but the disruption of old school, yeah, it's happening. That's it. Totally. That's it. Totally. Yep. Okay. Nice. Uh, thanks great everyone. Stream. Yeah. Great stream. It's been a lot of fun. Super stable here at the end. Video college. Great. Going to watch that back and see what we can improve, but we appreciate y'all hanging with us. Catch you next time. Bye.